We are Allie and Erica, certified integrative nutrition health coaches in gut and hormone health and the hosts of the podcast, Courageous Wellness. We are committed to destigmatizing conversations in the wellness space and celebrate the experiences and lessons of our guests in pursuit of physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Listen to Courageous Wellness wherever you get your podcasts with fresh episodes every Wednesday. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays, subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. Samantha, I'm just so excited to hear more about your story, your background as a reporter, and then becoming a founder, and this business of yours that is absolutely blown up. We all want to know the secrets. But where are you coming from today? Are you in Sydney as we speak? And how are you? (laughs) Thanks, Kat. No one has asked me that um, in a long time. I've been working 24-7 since I quit my job as a news journalist. And you know how it is when you're a news journalist, it never stops. You're working 24-7. But being a business owner and especially in the beauty space, this is a whole nother level now. I'm working in three different time zones. I'm working in the US. We're launching in the UK. Um, So yes, I'm in Sydney, Australia right now, uh, planning my trip to the US in about three weeks to launch Naked Sundays there. And I'm good, you know, um, you know how it is. Being in TV, everyone thinks it's the big dream and it was my dream for 20 years and I was a breaking news reporter and I travelled all over the world and I did all the big news stories that there was and, you know, I was at the forefront of, you know, terror attacks or bushfires. We had incredible bushfires in Australia um, two years ago. I was in the bushfires. I was stuck there for weeks on end by myself without my kid, just reporting, you know, around the clock and then I just decided that there was another dream for me. And here I am. Ah, you know, it's funny because I, I have learned with age comes wisdom. But, you know, it, it, it turns out that we sometimes have more than one dream, don't we, in our lifetime? We have several acts and several seasons of our life. But, I mean, take me to that moment right away. I mean, you said I was, I was literally in the bush, in the fires, in these moments, and I realized I had another dream. What, what was the realization? So as a news reporter, I would, I was the breaking news reporter for our morning television show, the number one television show in the country. So that meant getting up at 
3.30 in the morning, putting on a full face of makeup, doing my hair and going out and reporting out in the sun, out in the elements and being live on TV until about five or six o'clock that night. And I'd be standing outside in the sun in the elements with makeup on, not absolutely worrying about my skin or what I ate, if I even drank water throughout the day. But I started to notice a bunch of my colleagues were having to get skin cancers cut out of their faces. And so I thought to myself, all right, well, that's fine. I just need to put on some sunscreen. But putting on sunscreen at 3.30 in the morning, it's gone by midday when you're out in the sun. So it got me thinking, how can I create a product that I could create, uh, that I could put SPF over my makeup throughout the day? reapply. It'd be good for my skin, good for my makeup, not ruin my makeup. Anyway, so I started looking into it and it suddenly cut, it became really fun. And I'm making these beautiful beauty products and I'm getting samples and I'm getting beautiful fragrances and um, like hyaluronic acid and just beautiful things that are good for your skin. And there I was in the bushfires and I'll never forget it. We arrived there, an entire town was decimated People had no food, no water. It was a bit of a holiday town. So they were, it was actually New Year's Day. I was still in a party dress and I had to wear my full fire gear. And when those fires ravaged uh, Australia and particularly where I'm from in New South Wales, it's nothing like you've ever seen before. And there were hundreds of people out of their cars, standing in front of their burnt out houses asking us as a news crew for water for their children. And we gave them because we had heaps of supplies. We're like, here you go. And they said, where are you going to stay? And I had to report the next morning because the news starts, you know, 5.30 in the morning. So I had to report. So there's nowhere to sleep. So we're like, you know, we're fine. We'll be fine. So we're fine. You know, we'll sleep on the ground. And this beautiful family said, you know, we've got no water. We've got no electricity. Come sleep in my kids' bunk beds. And so I said, okay, look, they said we have a bathroom. <laughs> I said sold. Oh I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And so um, and so I slept in the kids' bunk bed in my orange fire suit and, you know, the makeup I had left on from the day before. But I remember just bringing out my phone and there was no phone signal there, but I just remember thinking, what a lovely escape. Right now I'm just going to concentrate on this brand that I'm trying to build, this sunscreen. And it was just that moment of an escape. And I thought, you know, when I... Whenever I never thought, I thought I'd be a news reporter for the rest of my life. It's in your blood. You just want to do it. That's it. That's, that's what you want to do. And suddenly I thought, you know what, there's a life out there and I want to do something good for other people. And so that is how that realization came to me where I thought there is life after this, as you say, mm. there is, and mm. I'm going to make it happen. Wow. You have just said so much that I want to unpack that I connect with and understand, and I think people will also. Firstly, you're reminding me of my early days as a news reporter, because that's how my career started out in local news. And it, similarly, I found myself, you know, first of all, 18-hour days like you're describing, and I was chasing fires. I don't know if a lot of people even know that about me, but like, you know, I was doing breaking news and general assignment news, so you just gave me total flashbacks, but also to the commitment required and the hours required and and whatnot. It sounds like you were more built for that. I wasn't. I was like, where's Hollywood? I got to get to Hollywood. But, but you then shifted 
to this almost purpose-driven life where you wanted to serve people like you just said. You mentioned that some of your friends were literally getting skin cancer cut out of their face. You are in Australia. Obviously, it's a sunny climate. It's a bit of a different climate. What was it like seeing your friends go through that? That had to be harrowing. So there's a male news reporter who's been working in the news for 30 years. He's such a veteran and he's so amazing and he comes to work and it wasn't just a little cut on his face. It was like an entire section of his face that had to be cut out. And I remember him wearing this massive bandage on his face and and then taking out his hat the next day to go reporting and it was it was scary. And then a girlfriend of mine who's also a reporter had to get a skin cancer cut out from the top of her head. And you don't even think that the sun is coming on the top of your hair. You absolutely yes. don't think. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever seen um, melanoma cut out. I really haven't seen it that close up until recently. And it's just people say you, you don't realize until you have to get the melanoma cut out just how close you were to it spreading and also just how deep it goes. And it's just scary. So look, sunscreen doesn't solve everything, but it certainly can prevent melanoma by up to 50%. I mean, the most important thing is obviously staying outside of, out of the sun. But as a news reporter and many other professions and even cat walking right now from the car park to my office, I was in the sun. So there's a whole new movement out there, which I love, which is, sunscreen's not boring. It's not white. Certainly ours is not white. It's it's actually good for your skin. And it's something that you need to start wearing every single day. And don't get me wrong. I love Hollywood. I've been to LA many times. Um, I'm going in two weeks and I was definitely, you know, another part of my dream was, you know, the e-news kind of thing. But at the end of the day, I feel like when you look at that culture, it's all about fixing what went wrong in your in your teens or your twenties or your thirties, you know, you're fixing, you're trying to fix your wrinkles. You're trying to reverse your aging. And the more I researched into this sunscreen, it was cheap. It's easy, takes 30 seconds in the morning and you could possibly prevent all that. And so our brand Naked Sundays is very much geared to that younger generation who may not know that. I certainly didn't know that. And who may think that that whole culture of fixing and filling and all Mm. that stuff Mm. is normal, just wear your sunscreen. I mean, how simple is that? It's literally the best advice you can give anyone you love, and especially, to your point, the younger generation. I have said repeatedly when people are like, what advice would you give your younger self? Wear your sunscreen. And you're right. I mean, God, a lot of people can't see me right now, but I have so much sun damage on my chest. I've gone through the IPLs. It's a constant upkeep to like, now I have like stripes on my chest because it like doesn't work the first time. I mean, there are torturous stories that by the way, not a lot of people even have the funds to do. So to your point, yes, there's so much reversal. Um, the, The health aspect, even more importantly, of it being incredibly dangerous for people to be in the sun. But beyond that, you know, you hear with most businesses, the successful ones like yours, Naked Sundays, that identifying a gap in the market is like the quickest way to success. And if you can figure out that formula, man, do you have the potential to be successful? Explain to people because your business has soared. There are wait lists of the thousands, hundreds of thousands. You were winning beauty awards right away. Like your business has taken off. So why do you think that is? 
as you said, you hit the nail on the head. There was a clear gap in the market, like a runway, <laughs> like jets could have flown on it. It was the biggest gap. And I didn't know that. But as I guess as a news reporter, we're very quick to identify trends. And it wasn't a trend for sunscreen, but there certainly was something in me that just said, hey, why is there no way to top up sunscreen throughout the day over makeup? And so I got to making this, um, I started trying to formulate this spray and formulators said it can't be done. They sent me samples. It was white. And I said, how can I spray this white sticky stuff over my makeup? I'm on the news. And I think that helped because I know I have five cameras around me. I've got really heavy makeup lashes. And so it really had to be the best of the best formulas so that everyone could wear it. But someone with a full face of makeup with lashes could also wear it. So I kept going and it took about a year and a half and um, eventually I came up with something that I was happy with. Now, Kat took all our savings, my husband and I, and we decided to launch in January. So that's after the summer in Australia and definitely winter in the US. But um, we launched We launched in January. I remember we missed like the Christmas summer, but, you know, that was just how it was. And very small. I said to myself, okay, either we lose the money and nothing happens or we sell out and we're also screwed because we have no more money to continue on. So let's just see what happens. And um, I, I got a girlfriend to do some PR and she gave it to some micro, micro influencers, like no one big, just very small followings. One of them posted two weeks ahead of the launch and said, oh my God, this spray is going to change my life. I need it. And suddenly we started being flooded with DMs, hundreds. I need this spray. I not Not like, oh, this would be nice to have. I need it. Where is it? And we ended up having to launch. I think it was almost two weeks early because I couldn't keep up with the flood of demand. So we launched two weeks early. We sold out in three weeks. Within two weeks, Australia's biggest retailer, Mecca, which is just so beautiful. It's like this luxury stores all over the country. It's the biggest one. Came to us and said, we want you in our stores. And that is very, very rare for a brand new brand. You know, they have all the big names there and it's all very glamorous there. And they can, and I was thinking, oh my God, I can't even, I don't have any more myths to sell. What do I do? But as you say, it enabled me to see, I didn't realize, oh, there's a gap. Let's fill it. I then realized there was a gap. Mm. So then I realized, well, this brand can, in fact, as you say, help people change their habits early. Let's go hard on education. Let's go hard on other products that people might need but refuse to wear because sunscreen was boring. So let's get into primers. Let's do body. Let's do all the fun things. Not fun things, I should say. Let's do all the non-fun sunscreen things in a fun way. And let's see how we can change the habits. And it was just sort of a fun experiment for me. I didn't tell anyone that it was me, Samantha Brett, who's quite a very well-known news reporter in Australia and author. I didn't tell anyone that I was behind the brand for 10 months. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine it's like you. I mean, I'm not on your level, but uh, <laughs> you know, I yeah, look up you to are. you. You're, you're soaring, <laughs> lady. You are soaring. Thank you. But it's like you, let's say you launched a brand and you didn't tell anyone it was you and you just did it because I wanted the brand and the product and the efficacy and the SPF high performance science to speak entirely for itself. That's brave. That's brave of you because you could have used your name as leverage, but instead you're like, hold on, this is going to be such a perfectly unique product. I don't yeah. even need my name behind it. And so when we launched into Mecca, Mecca sort of said, you know, they're, they're very big 
very big here and worldwide too, but they, as their presence, because if you're in Mecca, you know, the rest of the world kind of follows their trends as well. So um, we actually sold out in 24 hours. We launched in October. We sold out of the mist and our mineral cream in, in 23 months worth of stock in 24 hours. Cap. But just before then, so about two weeks before, quit my job which I love and adore and they'd been doing news for 20 years. And Mecca wanted to put me on their website and do a Q&A and have me host a couple of things. And I said, all right, that's, it's time. It's time. Let's do it. And it was right in the middle. We had another lockdown of COVID. So stores weren't even open. So I stood outside. The Mecca store was closed <laughs> with a table and like three of my friends with champagne. Oh, wow. That was the launch? That was the launch. Correct. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, let's, I I, want to talk about so many things. I want to talk about some of your best sellers because I'm just so enamored with the products. And I do think what you're saying is so very true in that you take one look at the products and you're like, this is inviting. This looks fun. The coloring, the aesthetic, the packaging, the social, it's very positive. There are affirmations on, you know, all of the the products and the messaging and all that. I just love the the light and the shine of the brand. It's already just super attractive that way. But then also the education piece, which is so huge, which I know is a huge component of what you are doing. And I think it's important for people who are listening to hear because, you know, I talk about a lot of products I love on this show and I, you know, I'm always kind of like sharing what I do and what I use and whatnot. But, but underlying just, hey, this is cool, ladies, put your makeup on and then you get to use this mist or whatever over your face all day. You don't have to start over. You don't have to reapply and take off your makeup and do all the things. Really, I mean, melanoma is very real. Cancer is very real. And I didn't realize until I did my research that that millennials are most at risk. Why, why is that? What can you tell us? And why is this like even more important than just the average beauty product? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I think the statistics are showing that between 18 to 35 are most at risk and it is the second highest deadliest cancer for that age bracket. And I really just think it's because those are the people that are out in the sun, they're enjoying their day, they're walking to and from work. You know, the older you get, I guess, the less active you are and the more inside you are, I guess. Um, One person gets diagnosed with melanoma every 30 minutes. It's just everywhere. And, you know, I was even out at my local cafe the other day and an older person was saying that he used to get tested for melanoma every year. Now it's every, then it was every six months. Now it's every three months because whilst you're most at risk between 18 to 35, it's when you get older that those spots change and could become into a melanoma. So I guess the education, as you say, that piece is just so strong for us. And we make it in a really fun way. So we've put vegan collagen in our sunscreens and we've put hyaluronic acid and kakadu plum and all these beautiful uh, watermelon extract. Just, you know, so we say this will make your skin plump and the vegan collagen will make it all hydrated and blur out your fine lines and wrinkles. So we've made it really fun to encourage people to wear their sunscreen every day. It's such a way to um, minimize the risk of melanoma, you have to reapply it every two hours. So it's not simple like, let me put it on in the morning. It's a really thoughtful process. It has to be on your mind whenever you're outside all the time. And I guess with that age bracket, they're not thinking about that. You know, we go to the beach, I know, and we sit, we put on our sunscreen, that's it. You're at the beach for seven hours and you're not reapplying. So the re reapplication aspect of the whole brand is just so important for us. And then to be able to say, and you can reapply it over your makeup 
it has become a makeup lover's brand too. For people who love their makeup, have never been able to wear sunscreen, suddenly they can. And then just to just to talk a little bit about some of our um, of our primers as well. I won't talk too much about them, but they're all created to play well with your makeup. So it makes your makeup look better. It grips it better. So all that stuff. We've tried. We've tried to just hit every touch point so you cannot have any excuses not to wear your sunscreen. Oh my gosh. I am it, like, it's exciting. My only regret is I have yet to still try it. You know this, Samantha. I'm just sitting here going, oh my gosh, I need it in my car. I need it at my van. Have I not sent this to you? <laughs> well, I have been told it's coming. And so I just can't wait. And now I'm excited that you are launching in the US. So I, I want to get to all the distribution and all that because I know people are going to be like, wait, how can I get it? When can I get it? Where can I get it? And all of that. But another really important point you bring up, which I think is so, you know, we grew up just you know, sunbathing and and sun worshiping. And again, yes, you are so right. You know, my son goes surfing every day. And like, he, if I beg him, he might put it on his face before he leaves. But I know that 10 hours go by and he doesn't get any more. But I, that seems more obvious. The other parts of, you know, sun protection are you're in your car all day, or like you said, just walking to your car, or even cloudy days. Do we need to wear sunscreen even when the sun is not out? 70% of UV rays get penetrated through the clouds. So whilst you get the 100% on a hot day, it's still 70%. So, you know, this education piece, and we, we constantly like, even on cloudy days, you know, you need to wear your SPF. Education is just so important. But I'll, I'll take it back to... What we're trying to do here, which is just make it really fun and easy. So for your son, we've created a stick. <laughs> it's mineral. It's 100% mineral, so it won't get in his eyes or anything, which is really important. Um, and it's not white and it's not sticky and you, he can just put it on and two hours water resistant. So, you know, stuff like that, that we're just constantly trying to think like who, who, needs, who needs the SPF? How do they need to wear it? So for surfers, they need a zinc kind of stick, but they don't want it to be white. And most importantly, everything that we do is hands-free. So we actually have a brush, which you're going to get, uh-huh. which um, is to put on all the primers. So you put on it, so you're never having sticky fingers. Just we're making it as simple and easy and enjoyable as possible. And you're doing it with a conscience, I will add, because it is vegan. It is cruelty-free. And it's mineral-based, correct? Explain for even me and break down mineral sunscreen versus the ones packed with all the bad stuff and why that's important. Yes, so it's not bad stuff. And I will say that a lot of them are not mineral. So this is chemical. Um, Our beautiful new serum, which you're going to die, is um, it's the world's first clear SPF 50. It's very hard to get a clear, but there's some 30, but this is the world's first SPF 50 clear serum. There are different sunscreen filters. The chemical filters have been around forever. They they are the most widely used. They're regulated by the FDA TGA. They're perfectly safe. There are some like oxybenzone that have sort of been taken off. Uh, They're bad for the environment. 
that they might be um, dis- they're, they're just they've been taken out of the sunscreen. So we don't use any of that stuff. When it comes to mineral, though, this is 100% zinc sunscreen. And so we try to do as many z- minerals as possible, but mineral is very thick and white. So think of it as an actual mineral and it's ground up white granules. So to make that into something that is a skincare sunscreen is extremely difficult. And it took us a very long time. I'm looking at my, all my minerals now who are my babies. Um, a very long time to work out how to create something that's really thick, gluggy on the skin, typically white, into the most beautiful, glowy, glossy primer that you have ever seen. Now, it comes out thick because it's a mineral, but you use the brush and you rub it in and it's got a slight color to it, and but you won't see it on your face and it completely blends in all your fine lines and wrinkles and it's 100% natural as well. So you have to, once you realize mineral sunscreens are thicker, once you get over that then and you put it on, you blend it in with your brush, it's become, people are addicted to it. So that was what sold out in Mecca in 24 hours as well. So our mist and our mineral. So I'm trying to we don't push people towards either way. Some people love the chemical. It glides on beautifully. It seeps into the skin. Other people, especially if you're even slightly sensitive, people didn't know they needed, that they wanted the mineral. They didn't know. Someone's asked me yesterday, why is a mineral so popular? Do people like mineral better? I said, they don't know what's the difference. What they do know is the chemical didn't work for their skin. And so we said to everyone that it didn't work, hey, chemical is chemical. Why don't you try our mineral? And they said, oh, we don't know the difference. I said, just try it. And so people are starting to now gravitate towards that because it is so great for sensitive skin, doesn't get in your eyes and it's natural. And so, especially for kids or men, you know, who have sensitive skin. So we've done our stick mineral because we've got little stickers for the kids so that they can put it on themselves. And so they put the stickers on, they use the stick themselves on their face. It doesn't matter if they get in their eyes I'm always worried about chemical that get in people's eyes. That's my big thing. Yeah. Um, so, so the stickers are so <laughs> in cute. Nutshell, we offer both. <laughs> I've seen those cute, like unicorn stickers, and it's just such a happy, happy product and happy brand. And I'm sure intentionally you have created this happy company, which is so so cool. Just while we're on the topic of uh, ingredients, though, I, I know one of your secret ingredients or magic ingredients is this vegan collagen component. What is that and what's that do? I want some. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> you're collagen, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You know, Kat, the big the big thing for us is how to get people to wear sunscreen. That's it, you know, and, and not call it a sunscreen. It's an SPF skincare hybrid. It's good for your skin. Okay, so I thought, all right, well, what does everyone want? They all want collagen. Well, our brand is vegan. Collagen is not vegan. Collagen is derived from animals. And so um, whether it's fish or beef or whatever it is. So I thought, all right, and I searched high and low and I found this mimic. So it mimics the properties of 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 animal collagen, but it's made with a hundred percent plant. And what it does is it, um, it, it really hydrates the skin. It moisturizes. If you use it every day, twice a day, you get 50% more moisture in your skin. And so I tried it out, put it in the sunscreen and lo and behold, you know, people are just saying it's so moisturizing and hydrating and, I guess the molecules in the vegan collagen are smaller than in regular, regular collagen. You can't really put into skincare because the molecules are too big to absorb. So with the vegan collagen, it does absorb, Mm. gives you the hydration, pumps up your skin, wear your sunscreen. It's got vegan collagen in it. There you go. Even you want to wear it. 
your skin <laughs> is amazing. Like I wish uh-huh. everyone could see you right now because your skin is glowing. You were the best like billboard for your brand for sure. How did you come up with the name Naked Sundays? I always thought to myself, I wanted the product to be able to make your skin, your natural skin, better when you're not wearing makeup, when it's naked. And then my favorite day is Sunday. I'm not on the news. I'm not wearing any makeup. I'm just natural. And so I wanted the the brand to reflect that natural, carefree feeling of wearing no makeup, but having that beautiful, glowy, glossy, plump skin. That is so cool. I love that name. I love that name. My my previous podcast, you probably don't know this, was called Naked. So I was like, oh, I ah. love the word naked in, in these <laughs> brands. This is amazing. What has been the biggest challenge? Because you walked away from this whole other life. You are a mom, as you mentioned. You and your husband teamed up to do this. So this is like super close quarters with your life partner. So I'm sure there were challenges along the way. And as happy and excited you are and proud of what you have achieved like what ha- have been some of those harder times? Because I know people listening also have dreams and they also are entrepreneurial spirits and they want to like follow and learn from people like yourself who have done it and done it well. So what did you kind of have to navigate that that was hard and might still be navigating? If you could enlighten them a little bit on on those challenges that are probably unavoidable. Yeah, I, ha- I have two two big messages that I tell myself constantly. And the first one is the time is now. And people hate it when I say that, but the time is now. And so I had to keep saying that to myself. I had this idea. A lot of people have since come to me and said, oh, I had an idea or I had a similar idea. You know, you just have to keep going. And when people, so many people said to me, well, firstly, no, this is never going to work. And what are you doing? But secondly, wait, just wait a bit, do it another time. You're busy. And I just kept saying to myself, the time is now. And so that is a challenge in the fact that not everything can be done straight away and everything takes long. And sunscreen, SPF, skincare takes a really long time to formulate. But Kat, I kept just saying to myself, the mist is ready. The time is now. We weren't ready to go into Mecca. I just said to myself, you know what? Let's just make it happen. The time is now. I'm not ready to go to the US in three weeks time. My husband was just saying to me this morning, he's like, you're crazy. I said, babe, the time is now. If I don't go now, when is this going to happen? You know, we haven't traveled in three years. And so it was such a challenge in that, you know, you're never ready. You're never ready to launch. You're never ready to take it to the market, to do PR. I'm not ready to do this podcast today um, to speak about my products for a US market. But the time is now and you have to really just push yourself and just keep saying to yourself, if I don't do it, someone else is is going to do it. This is my dream. I would like to give it a shot. You've got to be in it to win it. You know, you've, I've, I've got to be telling people about this product and encouraging people to wear sunscreen. Otherwise, that's it. It's not going to happen. And so the, I guess the challenge is, you know, <laughs> supposed to walk before you can run, but I want to run and I do. And sometimes I trip over and, but that's, you know, for me, that's okay. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep pushing forward. Um, oh, there've been so many challenges. Okay. Beauty is hard packaging and formulation and, you know, all of that stuff. But I guess I read every single review personally and I jump on and I read all our reviews and everyone writes into us when they, when they buy a product, they write a review straight um, about two weeks later. And sometimes I just sit down on a Sunday, my favorite day, and I read the reviews and I read how much this has changed people and they're wearing it every day now. And that, you know, that it makes it all worth it. But let me tell everyone who's listening, 
it looks super glamorous and fun on the outside. And yes, I go to these amazing events and we have heaps of celebrities and influencers and everyone's so glamorous and wonderful. I'm at the office. It is six. I was here from six o'clock in the morning and I'll be here till midnight tonight. I have a child at home who I love and adore who's in kindy. It is blood, sweat and tears. And it really, really is. And I'm doing, it's a startup. I'm doing 20 people's jobs. I have two other staff. They do 20 people's jobs and we all work around the clock, but we're passionate. We love the brand and we want it to succeed. And we want to see how far we can take it. The time is now for us to do that. We're not waiting for anything. We're doing it. We don't sleep. (laughs) We don't eat. I have my second coffee. Um, And that's a startup. And, you know, it won't be like this forever, Kat, and it's not sustainable, but it is what it is for now. And you've got to be ready to sacrifice everything for a short amount of time. It's not forever, but you really need to to be able to put everything into it. Mm with that urgency and with uh, the ability to to tune out those naysayers, like you said, the people that are going to say, no, 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 don't do it. What if, what if, what if, don't listen. I love that advice so very much. So do tell us, luckily, It Sure Is A Beautiful Day is international and it's in several different countries, but I know you you ship within Australia, and I know there is international shipping, but explain a little bit for our listeners how they can get their hands on this and when you are coming to the U.S. and what that looks like. Yes. So the team's been working very, very hard. We have a warehouse now in the U.S. and, um, you know, officially launching in about three weeks' time. You can get it now all over the world. The thing with SPF and anything that has SPF um, 50 especially in it is that it has to be registered in every different country with all the rules and the regulations and the FDA and the TGA and all the special things. And Kat, I think that's a good thing. I think, you know, as much as it was, it has been difficult and it takes a year or so to do all of that. I think it's a good thing for the industry. I think this is this is a product that you that is effectively protecting your skin from the sun. You need it to do that. It needs to say that it does that and needs to actually do that. And so with the rigorous testing and everything that we've complied with, it has taken a while. And I apologize to all those people that really want their naked Sundays, but it's ready to go. And yep, shipping worldwide. And I'll be in the US in three weeks to do an official launch. Where is that in the US? Where's that happening? It is happening in New York and LA. We're doing a couple of pop-ups here and there, and then um, we'll we'll go into retail early next year. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I'm so happy for you. Do you miss TV? You know, I'd love to ask you this as well. <laughs> I, I don't know how you felt, but... And I want to hear, but this... I, 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 I walked away and I never looked back. And what about you? Similarly, I'll tell you, I, I, as much as I also loved what I did, and I have similar stories to you describing, like when I had young babies, I was nursing, I did a morning show long before E, I was doing local news, and I was up at 3.30 nursing in, in the snow, driving to my job to be there by four, to do my own hair and makeup, to then be on TV live for three hours. Like, I know that hustle. I know that grind. And by the way, all of that builds us and, and shapes us into who we are. So I am so grateful for it all. So grateful for the e-experience, but I always worked for someone else. And I have to say, at this stage in my life, my kids are about to go to college. I'm going to be an empty nester. And I just, 
I am so leaning into the freedom of being an entrepreneur, being my own creator, not answering to anybody, you know, really, it's very liberating. So I hear you. I hear you. No, I, I'm not, I'm not exactly looking back either. No. It's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's, and it's weird. And, and I think for anyone listening out there, you know, it's, I, I don't know how you felt. And I remember, you know, you're one of my favorite presenters of all time, honestly. And I don't know how you felt then, but, you know, outside looking in, it's like, oh, what is she doing kind of thing? And people were saying the same thing about me. Why would you walk? In it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when you're in it and you decide, and that's the day that you decide, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And for anyone listening, if you have that decision, don't listen to anyone else, because I'm telling you, listen to Kat and I, we have not looked back. And yeah. that's, we are like, I, I don't know if we're happier now, but we're certainly our own bosses and we're running our own race. And mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> it sounds so cliche, follow your gut, yeah. but it really, really is true. Do not, do not um, silence those whispers if you've got the drive or the dream or the idea that you just can't shake, then go for it. I so agree with you. And do you know what I kept saying to myself, Kat? I kept saying, it's my life. It's not their life. It's my life. And yes, someone's telling me, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I'm exactly the same as you. I lived for it. I absolutely breathed for it. But at the end of the day, I was saying to myself, listen, it's my life. I, I can't continue on like this. I was not not unhappy, but I was just being dragged in too many different directions. And I thought, it's my life. Let me Let me take it back. Let me take control. Oh, that's such a great message. I am so happy we got the chance to speak. I just love your story and your energy. And I just know people, it's such a win-win to hear from you because now they've got a product they can go and get in love and then just be inspired by your whole journey. It's so cool, Samantha. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kat. (laughs) Lots of love. Thank you so much. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Kat. Talk to you next Tuesday.